Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you beautifully. Happy May. Welcome to the best month of the year. I think this is the best month of the year, in my personal opinion. I know a lot of y'all are in October. I get it. I respect it. January you know you loved a hater um birthday my birthday's in january new year's is in january which is my favorite holiday but the weather is it's terrible so you know may's the may's the time happy may and uh you know with may in mind i have a bird feeder update you know birds are migrating right now so that's very exciting for me and my bird feeder sensation <laughs> I can't believe I said bird feeder sensation. This is what happens when you turn 37, okay? You immediately turn turn into a birder. It's like you hit your 37th birthday, and then it's like someone drops a bird book in your hands, and you're like, whoa, how did this happen? That's, That's the case. So if you don't know, I talked about this on Instagram and TikTok, so if you're not following me on those places, then you definitely don't know. But I have talked about the bird feeder here. So I bought a bird feeder and I haven't had a bird visit and it's been about three weeks. And then one night I got really impatient and a blue jay landed beside me on the porch and right next to it is our bird bath. Our bird bath is like not really typically have water in it and it didn't stay it just kind of popped down and left and I thought if I had bird feed in that bird feeder that bird would stay and so I poured a bunch of bird feed in the bird feeder very exciting stuff (laughs) then the next day I woke up and something had torn up our backyard I'm pretty sure it was chipmunks I've seen chipmunks in our yard before so I'm like 90% sure it's chipmunks but I do feel responsible. Like I feel like somehow me putting the seed in the bird feeder made the chipmunks come out, you know? I don't know, I I doubt it's true, but something, the guilt is there. But I also think it brought the birds to our yard. I think because that same day, a bird used our bird feeder for the first time, at least the first time that we saw. And they've been there every day since. This morning, we had a blue jay, we had an oriole, we had a robin. It was thrilling, honestly. So, 
<laughs> yeah, so that's that's what's going on over here, which is going to explain some of the stuff we talk about today because we're doing the seven dimensions of wellness. One of those dimensions is social, and um, now you might see why some of my problems are arising in that area because I'm weird now. Um, <laughs> in terms of good things this week, the first good thing is I've just check-in times, you know, it's the first of the month, it's the beginning of a new week, it's like the beginning of a new month. Yeah, that's it. Those are the only two beginnings. But it's very exciting. I love checking in with myself. I love having these moments of just like, how are you doing? What's working for you? What's not working for you? How can we make some edits to improve things a little bit? I live for it. So it's, you know, it's check-in season and that's a great. The second is uncaffeinated and non-alcoholic special beverages. Underrated, in my opinion. Undervalued. Because I love a special beverage, but I cannot constantly be drinking coffee as much as I would love to. I can't. And I have no tolerance for alcohol anymore. I went to Chicago. I drank with my friends there way less than I used to. I'm like watching old vlogs right now. And the amount that I used to be able to handle is so far from what I can do now. It's shocking. And I get really flush in my cheeks when I drink. Like I can like feel my cheeks get hot and red. And that's a feeling I used to tolerate and I cannot tolerate it anymore. Like one drink and I'm flushed and I'm like, ugh, not worth it. I don't know why. <laughs> like this is just, uh, this is basically just a podcast about how I'm aging, I think. But it's, it's the truth. I am, I'm just not here for it. So last night we went out with some friends and I knew I wanted to have wine with dinner, but we went out for drinks before and I just knew, I was like, if I get a drink, I'm only doing that because I don't want to be weird. And they had this stunning mocktail list of all of these like yummy looking drinks. And so I just ordered a mocktail and a bar that's doing that is so legit. Like that is such a legit move. If you're listening and you own a bar, get a mocktail list because I, while I don't struggle with like alcoholism, I have so many people in my life who do and so many people who I love who do that like going out can be really tricky and and people who don't want to drink because you feel like in order to be part of the group you need to order something but if you can order a mocktail it's like no one even has to know like you don't even have to talk to anyone about it you don't have to make other people feel uncomfortable for not you know like if you want to have a drink and I don't mind having a drink with you but I don't want to drink I don't want to make it a big deal I don't want it to be like a whole thing I don't want people to be like, oh, what'd you get? And be like, oh, I got a, like, I got a Diet Coke. I don't know. But instead I can say, oh, I got the, they call it a Hello Monday is one of theirs. Like I got a Hello Monday and they don't even like, they're not going to check if that's a cocktail or a mocktail. It doesn't matter, you know? So yeah, good. That was a good thing. Also, you know, hot tea, uh, underrated, underappreciated. Number three is switching up my work environment by task. So that's another thing that's just like so good is when I have certain tasks that I just know my brain is going to work so much better on in a certain place and I can get to that place and it works thrilling. <laughs> like for me, I like admin tasks, 
big future-oriented projects, things that are going to take a lot of concentration, a lot of energy, I need to be at the office. Especially in anything that's boring, I need to be at the office because I can just focus and do things so much faster here. So that's number one. Number two is like any kind of like creative work or, you know, writing, things like that. I do really well at a coffee shop and any kind of like mindless, I can like kind of turn off my brain, but I just need to do a repetitive task, like maybe editing or, um, organizing things that I can do really well at home, especially if I'm sitting outside. So yeah, I just am trying to like really live into a varied spaces right now in my workload because I get really bored with monotony. Like if I'm doing the same thing every day, if I go to the office every single day, I start to get like antsy, like something's wrong. My life is falling apart or something. Um, so if I go, if I'm doing something different every day, it's thrilling for me. And it can be as super simple as I'm working from a coffee shop one day, I'm working from home one day, I'm working from the office the next. That offers me the variety that I'm craving without upheavaling my entire life. And so speaking of upheavaling, is that even a word? Completely changing my life. Let's get into our monthly review. It's monthly review time. I honestly haven't done this in a minute, like maybe not even this year. I can't remember, but we're going to do it today. We're going to bring it back being, you know, it's the first of the month. It feels appropriate that a Monday fell on May 1st. So I'm going to run through the seven dimensions of wellness with you and my individual reflections on them. And this is going to kind of show how I do it, how I'm processing it, but it's also an invitation for you to take some time and do this kind of thing for yourself. So if you're new, the seven dimensions of wellness are spiritual, social, environmental, emotional, intellectual, physical, and occupational. So in these, I'm going to go through and talk about what's going well, what's not, and what I'm planning to do next. So the first dimension is spiritual, which I really think of as creative for me personally. So this is more creative. So what went well for me creatively this month is really lowering my export so that I can get some of my creative energy back. I was just doing a lot. I was making a lot and I've been slowly ticking back what I make so that I can rebuild some creative energy and just some new thoughts, new ways of approaching things, new ways of thinking about things. So that went well. Um, what didn't go well is having to do that, right? Like not having the creative energy to think originally and really come reinvent the will and write a lot. Like I didn't feel like I had energy for that. So we're, we're working on getting it back. What's next is I want to keep carving out downtime for myself. I want to stop meeting people for just like drinks and coffee. I think there's so much missed creative opportunity there. And I even invited my friend Hannah. She's getting married soon. And so when I knew I wanted to hang out with her. So instead of saying like, hey, do you want to go grab a drink? I was like, hey, do you have anything that you need help with for your wedding? Because that would be such a fun way to hang out because it's like we get to do something creative together. I get to like hear about her wedding plans, get to talk and hang out and catch up. But we have like a little project we're working on. And I think that's going to be a new thing for me is like inviting people to do 
something with me, like a task or an activity instead of just like meeting up for drinks all the time. And then I just also, what's next? I want to paint. I have a, a paint by number and it's so easy to just kind of like listen to a podcast or an audio book and just enjoy some time outside painting. It's not, doesn't take like a lot of skill and it's really fun. So I'm going to, I'm going to get back into that. And so then that takes us to the next one, which is social. Things that are working for me socially, um, honestly, coaching has brought me so much energy. Like, I am not a super social person at this time in my life, but I am 100% an extrovert. Like, if extrovert and introvert is how we get energy, do I get energy by being alone or by being around other people? I 100% get energy by being around other people. And coaching is like lighting a fire in me and it's like giving me so much energy that I haven't had in a long time for socializing because I'm a pretty hyper-independent person. And so relationships are something that I struggle to prioritize. And and when with that being said, like when... I'm not being social. It's almost like I forget what it feels like to want to be social. It's like I've kind of gone so far that I can't remember how good it feels to be around others. So coaching is like really lighting a fire in me. It's been so fun. And um, yeah, that's been really great. That's working really well. What's not working is social anxiety, which I don't know that I've ever really thought of myself as having, but I think since the pandemic and honestly, since kind of growing an audience, my social anxiety is like interesting. Like we went to an event at my husband's school last night. He presented his thesis and it was so exciting. I'm so happy to be there. Right. But I'm also like so incredibly uncomfortable and I think it's just a lot of, there's a lot of factors going on there, you know, like one, I'm like meeting people who he knows who have never met me, who have heard about me, but maybe don't know anything about me. So it's kind of like, am I what you expected? That sort of thing, which is a similar experience with like having an audience, you know, like you meet people who have an online understanding of you and you don't know if you're like in-person personality is going to match how you are perceived on the internet. And it's kind of like, uh, am I normal? (laughs) And I also think like, I'm actually like so out of practice with like making small talk and being engaging because this is so uncomfortable to say, but I'm going to say it because it's just in the name of authenticity, right? Um, It's been a long time since I have put myself in the position to make small talk where I am not the reason people are there, if that makes sense. So like I make small talk all the time. I do speaking engagements. I teach workshops. I go into companies, but like I'm going there with a role, with a purpose. People have some sense of me, whether it's from that day of like watching me teach and typically they're coming to me with an intended discussion like they're coming with a question or they're you know we're meeting with it with like a very specific context or maybe if I'm at a coffee shop or something and I meet somebody like one of you all and 
it's like we meet with some sort of a context and it's, it's very different than meeting without a context and me having to be like, what are we going to talk about? You know, like, what are we, how do I hold a conversation? It's just been a really long time since I've had to, or put myself in the position to hold a conversation without anyone knowing what I do, you know, like we can't just like immediately start talking about the Enneagram or um, something like that. So yeah, it's uncomfy and vulnerable and I'm lame about it. Like I just do not feel cool right now at all. <laughs> like, like yesterday, Obi introduced me to two people and he said like, this is my wife and didn't say my name. And which is, like, fine. doesn't offend me or anything. But I, I thought, like, oh, it'll be funny to say, like, I have a name. Like, my name's Sarah Jane. I'm not just, like, Obi's wife. I thought, like, oh, that'd be, like, a funny little thing to say. Not consciously. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what my mouth was going to do. But instead of even saying that and, like, being, like, charming about it, I just said, like, my name's Sarah Jane. <laughs> like, just kind of, like, blurted it out. And I was like, okay, we need to practice. So that's that's what's not working <laughs> so what's next is that I'm going to prioritize making small talk with people like going to coffee shops more engaging with strangers a little bit more um socializing with friends more just kind of like greasing those wheels a little bit so I'm a little bit much more comfortable doing that because I'm just so out of practice especially with the pandemic and like kind of taking time away from socializing completely I am rusty and I want to be a good conversationalist that's something that's important to me so I'm gonna I'm gonna build that muscle back which brings me to environment so that's our next category things that are working in our environment for me again is switching up environments just kind of like working from different places and also our porch is my happy place <laughs> so nice just to sit outside and get work done or to read or paint or whatever having a place to do that outside in the dreamy spring weather thrilling What's not working is that we are moving in about a month for the summer. So we're going to spend about six weeks in Tennessee for my husband's grad school. And then I have the International Enneagram Conference or the IEA Conference in San Francisco in July. And it goes into mid-July. So it'll be like six weeks into mid-July. Then we'll spend like a week in San Francisco. And then we'll come back right at the end of July. Now I'm going to be back and forth. Like we're going to be in and out. Like I, it's not like I'm going to be away from home for a full, that full summer. Like I will be popping in and out, but, um, I'm not going to be living at my home, if that makes sense. So, um, we're just like a month out from that happening and there is still so much up in the air. Like, I don't know where we're living. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know if to, um, Obi and Ford are going to come with me to San Francisco yet. Like that's an option, but it's not like set in stone. There's just a lot to navigate there. So we, uh, need to navigate it. You know what I mean? So that's just like, it's not necessarily my environment right now, but it's the environment down the road. What is our environment even going to be? 
Which brings me to next, which is what we're going to do. I want to make a list of what needs to be done before we move so that I can just relax into that plan. Like I just need to lay it all out on paper and then I can rest into the plan. Like how am I going to handle my plants? How are we going to, how often am I, am I coming home to check on things? What do I need to pack? All of that. Are we bringing our coffee maker? You know, like I don't know what we are doing and how much we're doing. So we'll see. We're going to, I'm going to make a list and that will feel so much nicer. And then emotionally, what is working is tapping. So yesterday after the event, I was still feeling a lot of like social anxiety in my body. And I just took some time to do some tapping. If you don't know tapping, there's like certain pressure points and I'm really just use the ones on my hands. It's like on the side of your palm and you can just tap there. And then I like to, this is how I learned it. I don't know. I'm not like trained in this in any way, but I just kind of learned to honor and validate and name my experience. So if I say like, I feel really uncomfortable talking to strangers right now while I'm tapping on one palm. I feel vulnerable in my skin being honest or uncomfortable. And then I, then we can, once we kind of like name the truth of how we're feeling, we can start to move into validation and like truth, you know? So I started to be like, I can like kind of name like, oh, you ask really good questions and you are a great listener you're an active listener you know things like that so it can really like help me to soothe some of those feelings and then I can journal about them in the morning and that helps me a ton so that's kind of how I did it yesterday and it was really helpful because my husband and I are very emotionally attuned to each other and so he could feel something was wrong before I even really understood what was going on with me and I was able to just tap through it to get kind of back to a place of comfort in my body and then this morning I was able to journal about it and really understand it and then I could talk to him about it because I couldn't have talked to him about it last night because I didn't know really consciously what was happening and so yeah it was very helpful so tapping is working also, going to the gym is so good for my self-confidence, and it's just been great. I'm just, I love doing it. I ha Having a movement practice in general, I think, is great for me in terms of self-esteem. It just makes me feel so good. It gives me all those good, happy chemicals, but it also genuinely just makes me feel proud of myself and confident, and that's been really great. What's not working for me emotionally is um, activating my stress response in order to get things done. We talked about that in last Monday's episode, but basically just kind of relying on my adrenaline in order to get through my task list, not, not working. And also just socializing, feeling awkward, feeling like socially uncomfy. Which brings me to what's next. I'm going to just continue to do tapping, qigong, yoga, these things that are really supportive for me. But I'm also going to socialize more, especially as we prepare for OB to go to grad school, because we're going to likely be living like on a college campus. He's going to have a really close-knit group of other writers that he's working with. And I'm going to be like the wife. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to be like their socializing I don't want to be like rude to people or for people to receive me as rude 
I want to have a good time. I want this to be like a really fun experience. And so I really want to go into it with that attitude of like, I enjoy socializing. I feel confident that I'm good at this. Like I'm enjoyable to be around. (laughs) And so I'm going to really practice and kind of get more comfortable so that that feels less overwhelming. And finally, what's next is I'm doing, I'm going to do what I can without activating my stress mode. So I can accept my limitations, which is hard, but that's the goal. You know, this weekend, friends, like on Saturday, I was like, I'm not going to activate my stress mode. What do I think I can do right now? And it was like nothing. Honestly, like all day Saturday, I don't think I did. I went to the grocery store, put the groceries away. That's all I did. Made dinner. But like, that's all I had. (laughs) And then Sunday, I had much more energy. I cleaned the kitchen. I, um, you know, put some put some things together. I took care of the plants. Then we spent like seven hours socializing, you know, for the thesis thing. We went to the event. We went and got drinks with friends. We went out to dinner with those friends. And then we came home. It was like a high energy day, you know? And, but I don't think I could have done Sunday with, because I did that all without activating like my stress response and without like turning on, you know? I, but I don't think I could have done that without the rest that I had on Saturday. I think if I hadn't rested Saturday, I would have really had to overdrive on Sunday to get through the day. So that's helpful to notice. Um, my intellectual one, honestly, this is the one that I, I find the easiest to be consistent in. I don't struggle with as much. Um, so things that are working, reading, I'm reading about a book a week right now. That feels great. Um, and I'm, I'm put a goal to learn something new once a month. And today's the day that I am going to learn a new thing and I'm just going to put the work in to either take a Skillshare class or take a master class or something like that, or even just research something. Um, I think that's a fun way to approach it. And then what's not working, you know, I, I don't know that there's much that I feel like isn't working for me in this area other than I have so many different random interests and I feel like I want to talk about all of them, but there's not anywhere to really put them. And that's been weird for me. So maybe that isn't working. And then what's coming up next is really just kind of continuing what I'm doing, continuing to learn something new each month, continuing to read about a book a week. Um, yeah, I really think this is kind of the, the area of least resistance right now. Now, physically, what's working is the gym. Um, that's going great. Water Llama is the app I'm using to track my hydration. I got off of using that for a while, but I've been using it a lot again right now, and that's really motivating for me. And then I've just been kind of paying attention to if I'm getting fruit and veg into every meal, and that's been going great. I've had really no trouble with that at all. Um, in terms of what's not working, I haven't been great about protein like it ever in my life. Like I just don't enjoy meat a lot. I don't eat a ton of like beans, you know? And so I just, I tend to eat like bread and vegetables and fruit. Um, and so I just need to like add some protein into my life. And so I'm going to focus kind of similarly as I did with veggies and fruits, just kind of like 
noticing how much am I getting, you know, am I getting as much as I'd like? I'm going to do the same with protein because maybe I'm getting more protein than I realize, or maybe I can add protein in. I'm just going to pay attention to how much protein am I getting per meal? And then if there's not enough protein in that meal, I'm just going to see where I can add some in and, you know, like add some cottage cheese with my pineapple instead of just eating pineapple by itself, that sort of thing. So that's what's not working, but also what's next is adding the protein to every meal. And then occupational is our, our final category here. Um, what worked for me last month is I hired a manager for Instagram. So someone to kind of help me with brand collaborations there. I've loved working at the office. That's felt really good for me. And coaching has felt amazing, like absolutely thrilled, was 100% the right decision. I'm obsessed with every single one of my coaching clients right now. I'm getting so much clarity into what this could look like if I do it again in the fall. It's spot on for me. What didn't work for me is I had someone build a website for me last year and they built it on a platform that was not Squarespace and it's just not working for me. Um, I love what they did, it's beautiful, but some of the forms don't work. I um, I can't go in and edit things myself and it's just not functioning. So I'm gonna figure out if I need to just build my own website and say screw it <laughs> or ask this person to transition my site to a Squarespace site or send me the assets. I don't know how we're gonna do it, but I gotta, I gotta be on Squarespace. It's like the only thing that works for me. I'm, I'm not going to pretend like it, it isn't. So that's not working. What's also not working is I really need to get clear on my brand and my messaging because I'm a little bit all over the place right now, especially like between platforms. I'm just kind of, I needed a break from being super rigid about things, but I think that break is kind of coming to an end and I'm ready to be much more strategic and intentional. Um, you know, I think co coaching is helping me a lot to have a sense of what my future could be. And I think I, I had lost sight of that for a while. And so I'm feeling much better now. And so I just need to be more strategic about how I'm using my media. And I wanted to showcase more than just the Enneagram, but I also wanna do that in a way that actually is functional. And so I just need to decide, you know, what platforms are for what kind of content and what they're pointing towards and why I'm doing it so that I'm making the most of my time and energy. And so, yeah, so that kind of also goes into what I'm doing next. I need to switch to website hosts, like I have to, and then I need to clarify my messaging and my posting schedule across platforms. And What's coming up in terms of content this week, friends, on the podcast, Wednesday, we will talk about shame. Friday, I have an interview with Megan Griffith about neurodivergence and personal growth. So this week, my friends, is an invitation to sit down, ask yourself what's working, what's not, and what is next. And we're going to end today with a quote from the Dalai Lama. Every day is a new opportunity to begin again. Every day is your birthday. All right, friends, thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you Wednesday for the next one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.